Thank you for downloading the Racers Recap. If you want to join in on the conversation live, we record these Sundays, 7 p.m. Eastern at racersrecap.com. If you're listening afterwards, feel free to chime in on the YouTube video itself or on social using the hashtag racersrecap. And we'll find you. Enjoy the show. Let's get into it. We are back. We're doing it. Uh, it's the penultimate leg, the leg nobody wants to get eliminated on. We got our co-host, my man, Joey Cavino. How you doing, brother? Fuck you. I'm Fuck me. <laughs> All right. And to bring some credibility to the show, a doctor and a former winner, Dr. Maya Warren. How are you? I'm good and pleasant as always. <laughs> always. And f- one of the best players, uh, one of the best racers to be able to control their partner, let's just say. <laughs> and one of uh, the athletes who've actually made it to the top of their game, former professional football player, Gary Barnage. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I appreciate you having me on. Dude, you were like such a good looking dude on the race. What is going on with your face? <laughs> oh, trust me. I know it's terrible. Uh, <laughs> ever since COVID hit, I was like, I'm just going to leave it. Until things start to get back to normal. They haven't got back to normal yet. So oh, gosh. I have not touched my hair or my face since the end of March. <laughs> I, like, I like the flow on top, yeah. But January 1st, me and D'Angelo, we're going to live stream me shaving all this off. There you all go. Where can people see it? January 1st. Where can people see it? Uh, we haven't, we'll probably just go Facebook Live, honestly. Okay. We'll just do it on Facebook Live. All right. Awesome. We'll promote your podcast and all that because I know uh, D'Angelo's got a lot to say in the upcoming podcast. So we'll... We actually have the Beer Bros on tomorrow. Woo-hoo-hoo! It's going to be a nice little fiery episode. Yes. Uh, yeah, because I'd like to see because uh, according to the Beard Bros, they had uh, their alliance with that team on leg two. You guys said you had the alliance with the Beard Bros on leg two. And... Uh, you thought that it was like, we'll, we'll get into it. All right, let's get it. Let's, <laughs> everybody who's watching, make sure you tweet it out, like it, just share it. This is not one recap you want to miss. And you definitely want to be here live because Gary is straight up honest. He's here to answer your questions. I've listened to every piece of media that he put out, and he's been 100% honest and upfront about his opinions and his feelings. So <clears throat> you don't always get that. And we're all pouring over into Gary's tomorrow and just continue in this fight <laughs> it's good i'm telling yeah. it's gonna be good do you have um do you have, oh you don't have a live chat right on your scary we don't we uh so we usually go live every we'll do a live podcast like once or twice once every one or two months we don't do it every every week or nothing like okay. that we usually record it and just post it gotcha yeah, uh, I think this is this might be one you want might want to do live. This is a lot of people waiting. Well, maybe you don't because you probably want to edit out some stuff. That, that, that's gonna well, hey, you're free to say what you want on our podcast. We don't care. Hey, it's whatever. It's hey, free go. Really? So. All right, because <laughs> uh, it, from from the sounds of it, D'Angelo's gonna have a lot to say because he's pissed at the Beard Bros, and it sounds like he's still pissed at the Beard Bros. Yeah, he a little bit. He uh, in. There's a lot of stuff that was not shown because, yeah. you, like you alluded to, yep. with the alliance aspect. Mm-hmm. So they solidified their alliance starting in leg two. Well, after leg one on the airport way on the way to leg two is when we had our alliance with the Beer Bros. So before they had talked to any other teams, we were the first one that we had an alliance with. Mm. And as athletes, there's a there's a there's a code mm-hmm. there's a bond. You know, hey. You can only rely on your teammates, so your word is is your word. You can't break it. So as former, as professional athletes themselves, we expect the same thing in return. 
and when the word was broken, it's a whole other thing. Yeah. This, we're going to get into professional athletes and how professional athletes prepare for something. And uh, we'll see how much of a professional athlete uh, your boy was because it didn't look exactly. like he – I had to do all that. It's all on me. I agree. He didn't prepare for shit and he expected no. to do well. And we'll get into that. that that's <laughs> the thing that well. – they did, they did do well. Let's call Spanish. Made, it, made it to fourth place. Made it to fourth place. But – But – There is a but. No, it's a big Gary butt. and D'Angelo did, did did something that was that was really great. They learned from leg one that they had to step up their game. Like regardless, Absolutely. like yeah. after leg one, like Gary, after leg one, we I was like, there's a huge shift because you all were like, whoa, like this is a little bit more than maybe we had kind of expected in some ways. And like, okay, we gotta you know get our game together. And you all did, and it, it got them the the final four. So yeah, well, and I'm gonna say a lot of that fell on because at the very first leg we had to steal drums. Well, D'Angelo, the whole before we started, D'Angelo's supposed to do music or dance. I'm not supposed to do those. We get there, and, and D's like, oh, I think it has something to do with carrying drums. I'm like, I hear music. I think it's musical. He's like, no, I think it's carrying something. But thinking back, I'm like, he's he's fit. He's strong. He can carry something, too. He's but I let him talk me into it. But from that leg on, after yep. he was wrong and we survived, I had control now. Now I got to yep. pick who did what. So that's what really helped a lot because now I was making the decisions that needed to be made. Jeffrey Mangor uh, follows Riley and Madison at 2 o'clock. Uh, Will and James 52 minutes behind. First place team and second place team separated by 52 minutes. Hung and Chi were an hour and 38 minutes behind first place. Gary D'Angelo an hour and 55 minutes behind first place. But we know bunch point coming but before the bunch point, there is that cheesy Travelocity app promo where the Beard Bros are just terrible actors. <laughs> it's like, you could tell they just said, just sit there and talk about it. Look at the pictures. Just go, oh. It's just Look cheap. like you're interested. Act like you're interested. <laughs> they did ask four times when we had to do that. Four <laughs> times. None of ours were shown. <laughs> it was not something we were very good at doing. No. <laughs> I was like, where are we going? So, so Go teams got teams are going to the Manila, Philippines, and it's the texting capital of the world. But they are actually told that they're going to meet Phil at the beginning of this leg, and that people are like, "What the hell is going on? There's got to be a twist coming." Will and James love the Philippines. Uh, Gary and uh, teams want to get rid of Gary and D'Angelo. Uh, all the teams just want to make it to the finals. D'Angelo says at this point, nobody is helping anybody because it could cost you a trip to the final three. Oh, really? <laughs> the, the, the Amazing Race loves to edit those foreshadowing points. If you're a super fan, you know something was going to happen as soon as he said that. Uh, at Lapu Lapu Circle, key, uh, teams are informed that they are going to perform a city sprint across Manila. Love this idea, uh, meaning that they would have no detours, no roadblocks, and uh, their next clue uh, was inside one of four marked jeepneys that are nearby. Phil tells uh, Phil then advises everybody this is the penultimate leg. This is not the time to help anybody. You guys shouldn't go out there. He's really trying to break this fucking alliance up and just mm -hmm. say, listen, this is terrible television. Can you give us something to work with? Uh, but that didn't seem to work out. <laughs> <laughs> so after the city sprint started, teams must uh, ride in their jeepney to the intersection. And this is like. I don't, this task was a little frustrating to me. Uh, I love the fact that they're using a place that has some of the worst traffic in the world because people get pissed off in traffic in regular life. Never mind when you're on a race. Uh, that would even that would drive me absolutely insane. Yeah. 
but this dude, there's no way this dude is directing traffic. This dude has to cause more accidents than he does help people. <laughs> Seriously, he's like spinning around. It's like, dude, you're, you're telling people to do this while you're spinning. So you're like literally going in a circle telling people. To Nobody's paying attention to this dude. Literally yeah. nobody paying attention to him at all. <laughs> I think I think it was sort of done up a little bit for like the race portion of it, but like we we were in Manila on our leg on our on our um, second to last leg as well of the race, and we saw someone like that that had nothing to do with the race who was directing traffic like that. So it wasn't he didn't have on like I don't know the gloves that the guy had on, but the, it's a real thing. So <laughs> I thought he was a soccer goalie with those things. So, <laughs> so funny thing, one somebody that lives there sent me a video he the same exact guy went viral in 2017 he's been doing it since then so he oh. has this all the time it's a it's a, it's, it's it is real i mean it may not well, have looked yeah. like it, he could have been directing been traffic but again right. we saw it yeah we saw it when we were there wolf wolf uh people said wolf wolf i just want to correct him real quick people should stop blaming the alliance and instead blame the challenge design no don't blame the challenge design blame the races and i'll tell you why the challenge was perfect the yeah. challenge was absolutely perfect Terrible. One of the best challenges. One of the best challenges of the season. This whole season was awesome challenges, Wolfie. You're out of your mind. This, oh, Germany could have been the, one of the best legs in the history of time. It history. could have been, but the alliance fucked it up. The producers did a great job with this, and I'll tell you why uh, when we get there. Am I yelling? I feel like I'm yelling. Yes, you're always yelling. Sorry. You don't have to because there's a microphone literally like an inch from you. Oh, this your fat lips. <laughs> All right. Uh, the Beard Bros uh, and Gary and D'Angelo both get it on their first try. Hung and Chi, Will and James miss it. Will and James freaking out. We lost the lead because of this. Yes, James, be quiet. I love the little snippiness going back and forth because they didn't really show them fighting too much uh, throughout this season. And you know that every couple fights. It doesn't matter if you're straight, if you're gay, if you're an alien. Every couple fights. So they should show these at some point. I was waiting for a hung and chi fight, and I know Joey, you were waiting all season. I mean, they were, yeah. <laughs> they just totally, I just totally shit the bed on them. More on that later. More on that, More on that later. All right, teams must take the jeep meet to the Mall of Asia, where they'll find the next clue. Now, outside the Mall of Asia, teams had to run one lap, five hundred meters around the Esplanade in these high heeled shoes that did. That didn't fit anybody who had big feet. No. <laughs> <Not> <laughs> um. This was this would have actually been a perfect place for a head to head. Uh and yeah, yeah I was surprised this, I didn't see th that. This yeah. would have been a great head to head because at the end there's a hard challenge that people could have made up time at the end anyway and it would have led to some drama and some good TV. Head to head two racers go and especially if there's like two football players that get beat by two gay guys who just walk better in heels in a, in a foot race. I think that would have been really funny for them, but we'll, we'll more on that later. Did you see or, Gary? Or in that, oh, sorry. sorry. Yeah. No, go, but you go ahead, Maya, Maya, go. I was going to say, or if they would have had like something to like, like you had to run it in a certain amount of time. Like it was just sort of like go and do it. And it was like, where is, where's the really hard part? I mean, yes, Gary, you may say like walking in hills is hard, but it would have even been even harder, more difficult if there was a time constraint on it where you had to redo it because you didn't do it in a certain amount of time. So I thought it was sort of kind of like, oh, come on race, like make the challenges well, a little bit more difficult. For, so for yeah. us, I think the biggest issue I had was they didn't fit. So how am I supposed yeah. to properly run in something that doesn't actually fit? And I'm just trying to make mm -hmm. sure I don't roll an ankle or anything. Yeah, like that. of course. It would not, it would not zip up around my heel. So I'm literally running on the zipper every time I run. I was, I was uh, for, that was probably the most frustrating thing is like, cause you've had my shoe size forever. This whole Figure time. Where yeah. are you going to size, find a size 15 heel? And, I, hey, I don't know. Make yeah. it. 
So yeah, they, they make they make they make shoes in Manila. That, that's like what they do. Yeah, thing, so. they probably they, they could have gotten them made for you. They probably killed six kids in a sweatshop making just one of Gary's shoes. Oh my gosh! <laughs> uh, but yes, yeah, so, uh, even Will Will, who's six, he's he's six six too. He, his shoes didn't fit. Uh, yours, uh, like the beard bros, like none of the people who were really tall had big feet. Shoes fit, but James, his shoes fit great. He was just trotting along. <laughs> uh, he brought his own. Uh, and you guys are lucky they were platform shoes because stilettos, everybody would have busted their ass. Oh, that would have been really worse. Fun fact, I actually ran in a high heel race for a Father's Day event uh, on the radio we did. We did a Father's Day event where they had to compete in all mom's challenges to, and the winner got uh, a TV and four new tires for their car. And one of them was a <laughs> you had to race in high heels and people were taping this stuff to get to their, to their feet. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I would say that uh, that was it, almost pointless. But uh, I, at least it led to people getting tired, people getting sweaty, people getting into that state. Uh, teams must then uh, go to the Arch of Goodwill, where they'll search for one of four Lions dancers to receive their next clue. This is the oldest Chinatown in the world. I love how the Amazing Race does this. They incorporate the the cool things about the countries, which is something that I wish D'Angelo would have gotten to see. Where that when you do go to these places, you do get to see the country in a different light where you can go back mm-hmm. and visit like the Eiffel Tower, which who cares? It's the Eiffel Tower. Everybody's seen it. It's nothing special, but you'll never get to do these little type of things and learn these things about these countries if you go on your own. All right. So Gary and D'Angelo finished first easily. They f- it seems like, you know, they were a little hesitant to put their fingers in the mouth of the lion as if it was a real lion. But eventually they well, got. It looked like a dragon to us, so we were we were confused. Is this the lion? Mm-hmm. Or to me, it was a dragon. It wasn't a lion. <laughs> so that's why the, the, when we first got there, I stuck my hand in the statue of the lion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what it is. So we had no idea, but so we didn't know for sure what we had to do. Yeah, and I I did enjoy watching Phil intro this while he's racing in high heels. That was really good of him. Yeah. Out of breath, racing. Mm-hmm. Good on <laughs> Phil. That, that was definitely a highlight for this. Um, but uh, hung in chi. Can, yeah. can I just really quickly? I have to talk about the guy in the yellow shots. The guy in the heels racing. I think they were oh, racing behind him. You thought it was a girl. Shots. You were like, "Damn, that girl's got a nice." <laughs> a- oh, he was right there. <laughs> he was standing right behind. It was the, whoever one of the kids was like just staring. <laughs> I was pissing myself laughing, and then you see Gary come limping by, and his calves are like this. <laughs> He did have some sick. Does have some sick ass calves. I'll give him that. I was, I was, I was dying left. That little dude killed me. Sorry, that's that guy. It looked like Hung and Chi got off at the wrong arch, and then they were playing charades with the locals. Rawr, looking oh, for lions. Rawr. That was so funny. Oh my gosh, that was yeah. hilarious. <laughs> but the clue did say they had to enter this place through the arch. So for me, in the back of my head, it's like they didn't go through that arch. They would got a different arch, maybe. They but did they go through it eventually, and they didn't? It didn't show it. Maybe I don't know. That's what I figured because they because they looked like they were in a they look like they were in a different area, yeah. and then eventually ran to the right area. Yeah, so I don't know though. Again, this was not that difficult. It's just like a hide and seek. There's only four lions or four whatever. So I mean, at some point, it didn't look like this was that hard of a challenge. They saved all the hard stuff for the end. Uh, this was just to tire people out to show this the the locations and explore the cities. Didn't really seem that difficult. Teams must then make their way on foot, which I loved, to the Manila Central Post Office where they would find their next clue when teams uh, then had to prepare of uh, a, a horse feed 
of some sort. They grab three ingredients and it's supposed to mix them up. Um, and the clue did say grab the ingredients and bring them back and then mix them up. And Will and James were mixing the shit mm-hmm. as they were going. Should have gotten a penalty for it. I don't know why it didn't. We brought ours back. Just saying. You what? Yep. Oh, yeah. They yes. got theirs back. Oh, well, you took a two-hour penalty, so it really wouldn't have mattered. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, at the very beginning. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, w- but uh, once they once they had to go around and find it, and of course the the, the cameramen are the absolute best. Uh, and f- if any racers are ever on the race, and your cameraman, cameraman. S- stops following you, <laughs> if he stops following you, there's a reason he stopped following you. And it happened a couple yeah. of times on this leg. He's like, "Stop right there, Gary and D'Angelo are running that way." The guys right here just looking at the flag, looking back and forth. Love the shot, great shot, but. Behind the scenes, when people prepare for the Amazing Race, they watch the races recap. You learn these little things. If the cameraman stops, there's a reason. Uh, especially if you can't find some stuff. He's probably pointing right at it. Um, but again, when you're in the race, you don't think about it. James gets there. He almost grabs the poop bucket, which I loved. I wish he would have grabbed it. Uh, <laughs> Gary and D'Angelo obviously walk right past the clue a couple times as the cameraman takes an incredible shot. Uh, Will and James somehow take the lead and i know there's some behind the scenes stuff where you guys help the beard bros here find one of the little locations uh so this was like you were setting it up like hey we're helping you we're still in the alliance right it was actually before that too we pointed out on the arch because they didn't know where to go so we pointed to them exactly where they needed to go to find the lines and we even yelled what they're looking for and then they got no way and then we got to the horse thing and then they couldn't find one of them. We couldn't find one of them. So we're like, hey, if, if you tell us, we'll tell you. So we basically exchanged cl- where each one was. And then we both were able to finish that. And then I'll let you continue. And I'll give you the third one at the last challenge. <laughs> oh, yeah. They should have They should They should should have. have showed that, though. I feel like it would have even set it up for even more of, like, the real drama. I think that, it would, yeah, that it would definitely like would have been drama. But I think the reason they did it is because they didn't catch the secret super secret alliance we had with them at the very beginning. And so they didn't have any backstory to it. And that's one of the, one of the biggest reasons they stopped letting teams hang out at pit stops. They stopped letting teams explore cities. They stopped because stuff and relationships would happen that they wouldn't get on camera. And then it would play on TV and people would not understand how this happened because there was no footage of it. So that's one of the, they're creating, you're creating a TV show here. So if something major happens like an alliance and they don't get it, it, that that really hurts the show. So that's one of the reasons that they stop letting teams hang out at pit stops uh, without mm-hmm. camera crews being uh, or filming at all times. Um, all right. So this, again, was not a hard task. It was all in just this little area and just, you know, kind of just, I don't know what the point was, I guess, to show like the the old ass. It's been doing it since the 1800s. I guess these horses have been around. Cool. Another way to show the culture, but not that difficult. Teams must then make their way on foot again, which I loved, to Mihan Gardens where they would find their next clue. And this is when the band started playing the four songs. <sighs> this is the drama. This is the leg. This is we never get to the end of the leg 20 minutes into the episode. We're usually about an mm-hmm. hour deep, but there's so much to talk about here. And there's so much to talk about throughout the season that we want to catch up with you guys. So I'm rushing through these to get to the good stuff. All right. They had to find uh, four instrument cases with marked flags with respective countries where they heard these songs and present them to the band in the order they visited the countries. 
not the order that they were playing them. And every single person who read the clue out loud read those words out loud. They made sure they showed every team say it. They said, when you're reading the clue, that every team said it in the order that we raced. And then when you got there, why was everybody saying it in the order that it was played? What, what, why all four teams did it? I don't understand how four teams can read the clue wrong. Well, let's well, ask yeah, Gary. Let's so, ask Gary how long did that leg stop? And uh, that's why was, all those little things were there. It was like three and a half hours long. We were there, mm-hmm. but I think a lot of it was just because once everybody, so everybody read it, and then we just started trying. And I think everybody just started asking, okay, so what order is it? And then it, everybody just started talking to each other a little bit, like talking out loud, so you hear everybody. And I think you were just hearing them saying, okay, it's the order that it's played. So they had forgotten what the actual clue said. Mm-hmm. One second. That's where it all came up. Will and James are in the chat. Uh, and they said they mixed their stuff at the, uh, no, the, I, there's video yeah, of they, you they dumping pour, that black that syrup gook stuff, syrupy yeah. stuff in. So, yeah. And there's stuff, there's fil- there's footage of you taking the feed and dumping that in and putting it back. So, putting the- so maybe they just added yeah. it and then they got back in and they actually physically yeah. mixed it up. They went back and put water and then mixed it. And that, that, that was, but that was not what the clue said. That was not what the clue said. Come on. I love you guys. You're my friends. I wanted you to win since day one. I still want you to win, but I have to call you on your shit too. Otherwise I'm like a hypocrite. I call people, I call it like I see it. And that's why people come to the show. I don't think they deserve to win. I'm going to say it right now. Love you. I love you guys. You know what? You don't deserve to win. That later. Wow, we're almost we're almost there. Let's <laughs> finish this before we get to Sorry. next week. Who's going to win and who deserves to win? All right. So the thing that bothers me about this task is one: all four clues, all four teams did not read the clue. Uh, and I know people hate. No, what, no, 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 no. They 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 read the clue. They read the clue. They, they did, did not pay attention to the clue. No. They they no. They read it. You 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 just said Justin that everyone read it out loud. Right. Okay. They read the clue. They just, they just, as Gary said, like you just start doing it and you sort of don't process what you read and you start doing it wrong. But this is not the first time that this has happened to every single team too. This season. We've seen this throughout. We've we've seen this throughout the season. So I wasn't surprised when this happened. I was. It's been seen. You don't learn a lesson? I wasn't. You didn't learn a lesson? So I, I just wasn't. So you, you say we didn't, but. We got all. We got the first three right. So obviously we knew they were in order. I know. We got the first three of the four right. So we obviously knew they had to be in the order that we visited. That makes it. But it was one of them was locked for sure. We knew two, two of them. Hundred percent, we knew for sure two of them. One of them we were pretty sure, but we weren't positive, so we were plugging and playing. Right. Other two, and and also Justin too. The French one was being was classical music. And even when I, I, I played it back twice, what? Okay, no, I, I, I'll, I'll break it down to you. It would have taken us no more than eight tries. The greatest fucking racer that ever lived, and you're right. going to beat you. When you're you're absolutely first, right. And you've never fucked up on a challenge except the first one. <laughs> except the one when you cried like a little 12-year-old girl at Justin Bieber concert. But that being said, these guys are racing for three and a half, four hours. They've gone through several tasks. They're reading clues. They're also looking over their shoulder because there's only three of us getting into this. I told you I was going to scout for you, guys. And then when they get there, they hear a song being played by these little miniature rock stars that's actually they heard probably 19 days Weeks ago. Weeks ago. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And classical music. And Gary was in another friggin' room. 
when he was listening to it. He probably only came out there and he's got the guy with the beard, the whatever the fuck on his head. He's like, this is the dude. So I think they did a great fucking job at it. I think they did a terrible job. So so for France, I was literally in the artist thing for five minutes or less. So for me, so I was in there so in and out so quick. I did never heard music. So I would have never thought France is a choice because I didn't hear music any other time. So I think mm-hmm. if I would have took longer on it, I probably might have picked up on music, but I never heard anything there. And right. yeah, that's, that was that's my take on the, why we would have never gotten France. Here, here's a simple math mm-hmm. equation. You guys knew exactly one, and everybody knew Deo. Everybody knew. So now it's a two. It's a two number math problem it's a two-digit math problem that you have to figure out and it drastically reduces the amount of tries that you need because it has to be in order and the way it was set up is leg one leg two leg four and leg five so if you did it mathematically like the beard bros were doing and you had actually read the clue it would take you eight tries eight tries even if you only knew two and didn't have any clue about the other two it would take you eight tries it would take me eight tries I don't know. That's just the way I thought. I, I'm good at math, whatever. But I actually would have read the clue. We would have taken notes. We would have probably understood which legs had music. But even if we didn't, everybody knew the first two. Deo and... And then the only other thing was a two-digit math problem that only had 15 variables. So you, if it took you more than 15 tries, you just didn't read the clue. It was... I... It, there's no way three and a half hours I could have showed up and had dinner and then did the task and still been finished before every freaking team. And it pisses me off that there's three team alliance of brains. Justin. What? You're a super fan. You've seen all the seasons. Uh, but right? even if you're not a super fan, read the clue and do simple math. Okay. Okay. Again, stressful situations. We've all been there. Why do you think I'm saying now, now you understand why I think Will and James don't deserve to win. Because they should have known all this. And they weren't the first um, ones to get it. They were told. And this isn't the first time in the race that they didn't read their damn clue. I believe it's like the third or fourth. So I would have I for for this for this for this leg, I would have liked to have seen the the suitcases and stuff. Each one of you all had your own truck. Because I think the fact that everyone was sort of together, I, I didn't I didn't I, I don't know, I didn't I didn't like that. And then Gary, I just have a question. Why didn't why didn't you and D'Angelo watch Stay and watch them um, turn in their answer. They didn't, they didn't let you uh, so see what their answer was. You could never see it. What the answer was? Yeah. David and Oz. Then every, and then at that time, they were all hiding their their flags, so we couldn't see anything. Because we tried to look as they were running by, but they were hiding them, so we couldn't see. Uh, here, I'll do the simple math for you. David Oz wants to ask the doctor if um, uh, Justin did his math problem. Just so you guys know, if there's anything that I do know, it's math. I've always scored 99% on any math test that I've ever taken standardized. Math is one thing that I'm good at. I suck at English. I suck at social studies. I can't spell. I can't write. I can't draw. But math, I will freak y'all out in math. But anyway, here's a yeah, simple I'm math. Opposite. I'm terrible at math. Here's a simple Dang. math problem. Here's the Dang. way it goes. There's the, the, the answers to this question were one, two, four, five. That's the answer to the question. That's the combination. That's the code you need to win this race. That's the code you need to move on. Everybody knew one and two. So all you have to do is figure out four and five. So the number that you can start with next is three, three, one. Well, no, it can't be three, one because you can't go backwards. Three, two. You can't be three, two, three, three. No. So it has to be three, four, three, five, three, six, three, seven, three, eight. Three nine, and I guess you could do three ten. So that would be seven. 
So then the, you have to, but then you have to have the country flags correct. So if, totally everybody different. knows the country flags. If you didn't study the flags, then you're definitely not a damn a fan of the race. And then the next the flags, and we never needed to blow our notes for the flags. Yeah, so that's seven. So the next one that you try is four, four, five, which is the eighth try. That's your math. I just did it for you. It adds up. Eight tries is all it should have taken you if you looked at it as a math problem. I get it. That's what I do. That's what we do. It's, it's just like... Good. But it, it's all about how, how you approach it. If everyone there could have calmed down enough to approach it as a math problem, not approach it as a tap on the race, I think we would have seen different results sooner. But I think that because everyone was sort of panicked, everyone's together and like, oh, my gosh, this is going to be final three. Like everyone just sort of kind of let everything out the window that they knew, except Gary and D'Angelo, like, you guys actually had you were so close to having mm. it right. But once once those three other teams ganged up with each other and left you all out, it was kind of a done deal for you guys, so, because so once they got it, they were going to pass it along. Uh-huh. And here's the other part. that So, like I said, with the Beer Bros at the beginning, then the, the horse challenge in this one, Will and James and Hung and Chiba said, no, they don't want to work together. Beer Bros actually came up to us and told us, hey, if you get it right, let us know. If we get it right, we'll let mm. you know. So, there's a whole lot. So, for us, we're still thinking our alliance is strong with the Beer Bros that we've had since before Leg 2 started. Because so far, if, if you count all the times we helped throughout the race, we were completely even. One one, we've helped each other, and then once we uh, exchanged clues with each other, and then they we they they were the only thing that came up to us and talked to us, and that were willing to talk and get the answer. Obviously, it's smart play by them because they're covering all their bases. But for us, thinking we were still good with them, we had no idea about the other three alliance at that time. Hmm. Before we go on, uh, Omega wants to know, Maya, did you know that uh, the traffic guy was on your season um, at the bike detour? Yes, that is. I, I mentioned it earlier. Um, um, he he was there. I don't think I don't know if he was a part of our race or not. I mean, like we were riding the bikes and Amy crashed the bike into a parked car. <laughs> um, but on that and that we had a we had a time limit. Like we had to finish within a certain amount of time. Which is why I was surprised that the hill challenge didn't have a time limit to it. Like uh, I was like, "Where's the yeah. where's the harder part?" Because you can ride around for forever and not get it, or get it, you know, easily or whatever. But yes, Omega, we had it. Yes, uh, and I mean, yes, I remember. Thomas McGee, Justin, I love you, but way to make Gary feel worse. Do you think Gary really gonna feel any worse by anything that I have to say? Nope. Come on, <laughs> I gotta be honest. He Listen. just texted me. He just texted me, and he said, "Why is Justin so damn mean to me?" <laughs> Listen, for those of you who want to put this in sports terms, this is like watching Sports Center afterwards when we break down the games. That's what I am. I am your Sports Center anchor. I love this race. I've studied this race. I studied it like football uh, film. I've watched before going on the season. I know you binge watched 10 seasons, Gary, yes. but I watched every season three times, every single season three times and took notes. And I got stacks of notes. Why every team won, why every team lost, and then the wild cards. And that's how I watched it. And that's how I studied it. I broke it down like football tape. And that's what I wanted to understand. Why? I understand that you guys came onto this. You didn't need the money. You love traveling and you're there for the competition. Why didn't Gar- Why didn't D'Angelo take it seriously? Why didn't he prep? Did he just think that because he's a professional athlete, he can come on and win the show? No, I, I don't think he knew exactly what it all entailed. I tried to get him to watch. I know his wife watched some of it and he had it on. Whether he's paying attention, I don't know. I think he just really relied on me for all of it. I think 
and more is more because he gave me his word he'd be on it. He wasn't going to back out. And obviously, he wanted to compete. He, he loves the competing action. We haven't had it since we both retired the same year to, together. So I think for him, it was more of an opportunity to compete. But I agree. I wish he would have studied and paid attention. Like I said, I binge watched 10 seasons to prepare. Obviously, I didn't grow up watching the show. Mm-hmm. I knew about the show. I've seen here, episodes here or there, but I didn't grow up watching it. So I wanted to prepare. I took notes, like you said, but I only watched 10 seasons and I only had like a month and a half to prepare. Yeah. So I so get it. Me, it's tough. It is a lot to learn, too. I'm like, and a lot of, and I, and I, I sort of screwed him to a point when I said the way I presented it to him, because like, hey, it's the amazing race. You get to see the world, see the countries, because other, in other seasons, people, teams actually got to go out and experience the things after pits up because they had time before their flights. So they were allowed to go. Well, we didn't have that. So he did not like being quarantined to a room and not even mm. going to go to the, not even be able to go to the pool or work out, just sit in your room for 30 hours looking at me. He gets pretty bored of that. <laughs> no, I totally get it. You guys have such a great relationship. He really trusts you. He would never let you down. He, yeah. he was, that's why he never quit the race. He talked about quitting a lot of times. Oh, you, yes. <laughs> you, you to pull them back off the ledge. <laughs> I get it. But at some point it's like, come on. I, this is a chance of a lifetime for anybody. I don't care if you're rich. There's been millionaires on this show almost yeah, every season. Almost every season's had millionaires on the show. Like, it's not about that. This is like, you can experience this. And, and the thing that irks me is obviously there's millions of people who still want to be on the show. And then he comes off saying, did you like it at the mat? No. Is there anything you'll take out of it? Uh, He's like, even when you're kicking back, having some beers, you'll kick back and reminisce. And no, there's only one thing watching Gary, uh, you know, get through the music task. And it's like, all right, two years later, think about that. Think about that. Now, how do you feel? No, I'm doubling down on it. That's exactly how I feel. It's like, come on, dude, you've made some great friendships. You've been to countries you'd never go to. You've seen things that say, hey, I want to go back to this country. That should be something. Like you got to experience culture that you wouldn't have experienced if you went on your own. You wouldn't. Guys being honest, leave them alone. What, no, why? it is. It is. It is. No. It is. Hon- he's it a, is honest. It is. If honest, you want to be honest, he's a, he's an ungrateful, spoiled, rich, like millionaire. That's what he is. Because because he's. This is what I was thinking of the whole thing on the internet with the bullying shit. Oh, it's not bullying. No, well, that's what everyone said. Ah, bullying. No, the other three guys were bullying these guys. You don't need <laughs> no, the nobody's bullying you know these what? big brothers. You know yeah, I'm telling you right now, <laughs> Gary. You, correct me if I'm wrong, and I might be, but he. We needed a villain this season. We didn't have one. He is perfect for it. Maybe he knew that. Maybe it's a ruse. Maybe he'll come back with Kareem Kaplan and, and, and just totally, and everyone will handle it all the more. The guy was being raw, honest in his emotions. When you look at my season, there was like, there's maybe 30 seconds of the match yet after we lost because I went crazy. I went sideways about all kinds of stuff and they're not going to show it. They showed the guy's raw emotion on how he actually felt. And at least they put it out there and he put it out there and good for him. The Dave Amazing Race isn't for everybody. It's your thing. It's not D'Angelo's thing. D'Angelo wants to dress up with Gary like big fucking aliens and go to Comic-Con. Sorry, Shelly, for swearing again. And you know what? He's done a lot of things in his life. We all have. And don't hurt the kid because he doesn't need the money. People come on the show, like you said. They know it. They want the adventure of it. Sometimes an adventure, you go on an adventure, and you go over the falls in a barrel. You didn't really want to. You wanted to see the falls, but you're you going to do it again? No. You're not going to do it again. He didn't have a good time. This right. time. Don't take that away from him. 
But that, that that's fine. But as fans, we have the right to be pissed off at somebody who got to experience this and, and then agree, doesn't appreciate but respect, it. But be angry, but respect the guy's opinion. We we all raced it. All four of us in this chat raced it. We all have differing opinions. They're similar, but they're different. Except for mine, of course, it was. <laughs> but, but 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 with 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 the with the Angelo though, like like he expressed himself just like just like when when Amy and I won, we expressed ourselves, and some people said, "Oh, they shouldn't have won." Like everyone's gonna have an opinion, and Justin, your opinion is your opinion, and I'll yeah. admit, I I didn't I didn't watch it until today. I watched it um like I don't know seven o'clock this morning, and like when when I saw or when I heard and saw uh D'Angelo say that, I was like, ah, oh, like that, like that, that that hurts. It hurts not necessarily for me, but for all those people that want to go on the race. And are like, oh man, like, oh, like, like, why would you say that? But that was his opinion. Right. And we have to just respect. You can respect it, but we have a right to have an opinion about his opinion. No, you, <laughs> you, 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 yeah, no, you, you totally do. Totally, no one's right or wrong. It's right. an opinion. But I mean, yeah. don't shit on the guy on, on the interwebs. You know, just don't do it. And everyone's oh. doing it. And, and I agree. I think. I it mean, was, it's uh, COVID. What else do we have to do? Sorry, Gary. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. <laughs> so what I was going to say is like, I agree. It wasn't the great, the best choice of words. It could have came out. He could have said it a different way. But like you said, I, that if you know, if you ever know D'Angelo, D'Angelo's always honest. He's going to shoot it straight. He doesn't beat around the bush because that's just who he is. I respect he doesn't that. Doesn't feel like trying to be fake in any way. So if he does not like something, he's going to give you the answer whether you like it or not. And that's why I, so that's why I'm always his filter. I know how to calm him down, relax and chill, make him chill out. And that's why I stepped in at certain times too and said things. He's literally the, he's like the opposite of me. I was on the other end of the spectrum crying my fucking eyes out because this was the only chance that I would ever have to live my dream. This was the only chance that I would ever have to like change the destiny of my family. And it just meant so much to me. And then to have somebody like that, who's just the total opposite, it meant absolutely nothing to him. And that's like, for me, like you see, I cry like a bitch. I cry like a baby because the, I, I let my emotions out and he's letting his emotions out. But they were literally the opposite ends of the spectrum. Nobody cared about the race more than I did. Nobody cared less about the race than he did. That's literally like where we are. But, but like, you can also use football terms. He cared tremendously about football and stuff like that. There was a ton of people who could care less about anything he did in football. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Any, so it's like just a flip of different things. Yeah, yours right. is the race. Absolutely. So, like, you could say, oh, football's the stupidest sport ever, but it got him a college education. It got his family set for life. Oh, and so, like, it's the same exact thing. You, everybody, agreed. like you said, everybody is entitled to their opinions. I just wish he yeah. wouldn't say it the way he said it. Yeah. I mean, shit, he worked for everything he got. He earned sure. it. He's got a supreme talent. He's five foot nine, and he was fucking one of the best generous. running backs. I want to say five five. <laughs> like to be that tiny and to be that as good as he was because he was on my fantasy team for a few yeah. years so i definitely know how much he racked up and how much he did like i respect him as a football player not as an amazing racer um yeah, I understand that. all right so let, let's finish this and we'll get into it so teams must then make their way to La lapu lapu circle and check in with phil um Okay, so the teams got it right, uh, eventually figuring it out because Will and James actually went back and read the clue at the same exact time. It's so crazy. You guys were there for hours, and at the same exact time, Will and James read the clue, Hung and Chi went and read the clue, and then they figured it out, got everything together, put together whatever the permutations, and uh, the Beard Bros happened to be the first ones to get it correct. And when they leave, if you check the bonus footage, this is when the Beard Bros, if you check the bonus footage, there's some really good bonus footage, and 
not kissing any ass, but Gary and D'Angelo have the best bonus footage for the whole year. If you go back and watch their bonus footage, it's definitely the most entertaining of all of the bonuses. But this is this is the first time that you see the Beer Bros cursing at each other, yelling at each other. They were run when they ran out. They couldn't find a taxi, and they didn't know where to go. So they got lost. And then when they got lost, the Riley or Madison, I forget, I get, I get them confused. But whoever told the teams to correct the answer, the other one was pissed. He's like, "Why did you tell the other teams? Now they're going to be right on our heels. We're lost. We might get booted out because you wanted to tell the other teams." And it was like, "Bro, you just need to chill out." And they were like going back and forth because they got stressed out. And the same thing happened with Will and James. They got out. And they did, couldn't find a taxi, and they end up running like almost a whole mile to get to where they needed to be uh, to, to the finish line. So there was a chance, like if if you guys actually got it right after them, that somebody could have passed these teams uh, on the way if there was a taxi. But there was a lot of drama that they. I wish they could have shown um, at that point. So, but I, why did they show that? Why did they show that stuff? Sorry, Gary. No, you're good. I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, I'm just saying, like, I don't, I don't understand this edit. Like, like, why are, why, why aren't they showing, like, that, like, even, even if it's not close or whatever, like, why aren't they showing that? And maybe, maybe if you all would have taken the penalty, maybe they would have showed some of that because they would have kind of like acted like you guys were closer than you were or whatever. But I don't know. I feel like this edit is just, I don't know. I don't, I don't love the edit of this season. It just, it's, it's just not my favorite. My opinion. <laughs> I also hate that you broke it down that we only need to try eight things to get it right because now I'm not going to get that out of my head. Uh, <laughs> but no, no. I, I, so one thing we did not do, as you saw, I, and I heard people comment like, "Why didn't we have our bags?" We actually kept our same cab the whole time. We just told them where to meet us. So if we would have got it, we would have had the cab waiting for us because it was sitting there waiting for us when we got out. In bonus footage, your cab driver was going to the other side of the road. There was cars coming right oh, towards you. He was awesome. He was great. And you guys lost your cab driver who was literally standing next to you. You guys went round and I round know. and round. And you got to follow your camera guy. He yep. stood there and was like looking at the guy, looking at you, yep. looking at the guy. Like they were looking for the camera guy. I mean, looking for their taxi guy to try to tell him where they were going. And he's just literally standing right there. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, we came back around and saw him like, oh, God, we just ran away for no reason. Yeah. Gary, did you know that was the last task of the leg? Yes. Okay. We did. We knew, did know it was the last, the last task, and we we never knew France. So not knowing the eight numbers to figure it all out, we were like, "Well, we know all three of them got it. We knew it wasn't far away. Why keep trying to spend another hour and a half to try and figure this out and just do it for no reason?" So that's why we just took the film. I wish it was a non-elimination, like just so you could say. Fuck you to everybody. <laughs> now, that would have made for some great drama. Yeah. Final yeah. four. This would have been. There have been four teams drama. in the final. There yeah. have been four teams in the final. Yeah. My, my, my season at that in Manila. So, yeah, right. that would have been hilarious, actually. All right. The local greeter, if anybody was wondering, he's a seven foot one uh, Filipino basketball player, the tallest Filipino basketball player ever. He's a perform- former professional player as well. Uh, he didn't really talk much, but that's nope. why he was standing there. Um, <laughs> Riley and Madison got their fourth win. And fun fact, if they win, they will be one of the top five teams statistically to ever run the race just behind Justin and Diana. Um, oh, God. Nice uh, self-plug. <laughs> I always do. There's a lot of those, yeah. There's a lot of those. And listen, and we haven't given Maya the opportunity to say she's won the race. I'll give it to you. Everyone knows I won. Everyone knows I won. I binge watched her season. That was one of them. Yeah, that was one of the best seasons ever. That was a great season to watch. Um, 
Yeah, and um, Riley and Madison have never finished out of the top four uh, the whole season, which is very impressive. Wow. Um, wow. Uh, from the start, guys. Out from the start. <laughs> uh, you know, you do suck at this. Just uh, we don't talk about Justin Diana only finishing at a top two twice, but um, <laughs> bonus footage. Let's get it. Uh, so Riley, Madison, Will, and James, and then Hung and Chi, and that's kind of the order of uh, Riley and Madison got four wins. Will and James got three wins. Hung and Chi got two wins. Gary and D'Angelo got one win. And it kind of figures that's the way it played out. First place team got four wins. Second place team, three wins. Third place team, two wins. Fourth place team, one win. And nobody else got a win the whole season uh, besides those top four teams. All right, bonus footage uh, shows Hung and Chi did not trust D'Angelo from the first episode. She just felt that... D'Angelo did not respect her or her ability to race and just kind of looked over her. And since then, she had a bug up her ass to prove him wrong. And she did because she was a very strong racer uh, this season. So I, I'm I interested in where that came from. Huh? I, I'm interested in what would make she said that, her not trust. Uh, she said it was the first uh, something about... Uh, Trinidad and Tobago or whatever when I guess D'Angelo was kind of blocking off people to get to the cabs or something like that. He just kind of let her go by and kind of stopped other people. It was something like that is what she said. Yeah. It was something like that is what she said in the bonus footage. Oh, like, yeah. Way back when they jumped in the cab that they, she figured they should have had because they gave him information or something. That, that, was, no, that, was, that was in No, that was no. In Germany, this was the first right, leg. Right. It was like the first leg that when was, they got that out was, of the... That was horse shit anyway. <laughs> fucking race. Yeah, when they got out of the airport. Um, fun fact that we learned in the bonus footage, D'Angelo's mother is, uh, a mother-in-law is Filipino and has been trying to get him to go to the Philippines for years. And he has been saying no. And because of the race, he feels like now he has to go, but he's going to hate that worse than the race because the place where his mother-in-law is from oh, has, there's nothing. has no running water, <laughs> has no, like, and, and they have to stay for like a month for whatever. Yeah. So he's going to be in a month in the Philippines with no running water and you're not going to be able to go out and visit because you're going to be in the middle of nowhere. So but he'll have his family with him, so that helps. Oh, yeah. Let's so, all send him some heels. Enjoy that. Uh, <laughs> Gary and D'Angelo looking for the cab driver in bonus footage. That was funny. Uh, Filipino airport. They all jumped in the back of a jeepney, which they didn't show. Literally every team was in the back of the one, one of those things that every, you know, every team had one where they were just the two of them. Well, to start the race, they got out of the airport and all of them packed into one. And there's like six foot six, six foot six, six foot three, six foot three. Like everybody's huge and nobody can fit except Hung, who's just sitting there like this. Everybody else is like twisted like this, sitting in the back. Oh, of the- it's terrible. <laughs> I couldn't sit upright. I had to lay down in those things. <laughs> so it was a great way to start the leg. Uh, super uncomfortable. Uh, and that's pretty much the, the theme of this leg. Extremely uncomfortable. Put the teams in a very uncomfortable position, and then they make the mental errors at the end. And I think, obviously, all of the stress throughout the whole leg had a lot to do with that. Um, Riley and Madison freaking out. We talked about that. Will and James freaking out. The final four team, or final three teams are crying on the mat together. Extremely complimentive of, of each other. They, they, this is what they planned since leg two. Um, and uh, they were extremely excited, extremely happy to be there, and happy that Gary and D'Angelo were not. And I know that pissed D'Angelo off so much watching that. Uh, <laughs> it definitely did. <laughs> which, <laughs> hey, 
I'm sure he celebrated on the field after a victory and pissed off the other team as well. Uh, next week in the Big Easy, rope swings off a huge bridge, eating some king cakes, pushing a big globe around the street, Riley and Madison showing their boobs for beads, and the finish line is at a football stadium. Damn it, you guys were this close. The Mercedes-Benz Superdome. Uh, 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 and that's where the finale is going to be. Okay, so that's it for the recaps. Let's get into your holy shitballs moment, Joey. Holy shitballs moment from this episode. Well, Gary kind of sank it for me because I thought that they didn't know it was uh, the last part of that race. So I, once they started helping each other, I was like, holy shit. They might, you know, something could always happen. In my season, we only came in third because of the boys messed up cab drive. So... Anything could have happened, and they, and they almost screwed it up because of the cap, if there was that much time. So, but Gary said there was no, that they knew it was the final, but still. When it's, when you're down at three teams, I don't know if I'm helping anybody. And it was, it was either that or the yellow guy, the yellow guy in the shots hanging onto the McKibben brothers. It was hilarious. Ah, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Maya, sweetest move of the episode. You know, I actually didn't have one. Um, wow. I was really, yeah, I, I didn't. I mean, should I have a sweet move? I, I mean, I don't think the alliance, the whole sharing at the final, the final three, I don't think that was really that sweet. I don't, I don't understand, I still don't understand, like, why they would want to do, I don't, I don't know. I just, I don't understand the whole alliance mentality with the amazing, with the amazing race, no, especially on the, the second to last leg. So, the sweetest move, honestly, now that Gary has said that their cab driver, they kept, cause I was like, where are their bags? I kept saying yep. that to myself, where are their bags? Where are their bags? So that probably was probably one of the sweetest moves. Other than that, like the tasks were just, they weren't time. They weren't difficult. I mean, I'm not saying running in hills isn't difficult, but it, it, if, if it was timed, it would have been more difficult. Correct. You know what I mean? There was nothing where like people could really pass each other and like really do. It was really about the final suitcase thing, which no one really got it on their, no one got it on their own. So it's not like you were, so for me, I don't have a sweet move. And I actually think the editing of this, of this episode was not the, I mean, the whole season wasn't that great, but I don't think this, this episode was that great either. So I know I'm really always a positive person and I usually have something really good to say, but I don't for this one. So Justin, here we're rubbing off on her. I know, right? There's, there's too much, there's too much of us, Joey. I, I, we need, we need to, we need to bring the fourth back. We need to bring the fourth host back. All right, so here's the here's. No, but let me know if you guys if you guys disagree with me because I just don't think there's a sweet, there's a sweet move this one. Like well, it, there is. You'd miss it. It would be a it would be a sweet move. If, Did I miss it? If they all if all four teams went to that final task, saying we're not going to help anyone, and someone made some someone tall or, or you know sell that, then that's a sweet move. But, okay, super fan right. move. Um, if there's any. When they were stuck, if you went and looked and watched them, uh, when they were stuck, there was Hung and Chi and the Beard Bros pulled out their notes. They had to book with their notes, which normally you're not allowed mm -hmm. to pull that out. So they mm -hmm. were actually went back to their notes, which is a super fan move. If you can't get stuff right, first you go back and read the clue, which they didn't do. But they skipped that part and went to their notes. And they were looking through their notes to see if there was anything in their notes that could help them with this final task. And I think that is a huge super fan move. It didn't wind up helping because they didn't take the right notes. But it is a super fan move. Uh, also, going back and reading your clue, which eventually Will and James did, who I expected more because they, uh, you know, James is a super fan of the show and he's recapped the show. He recapped our season. So he know how much preparation that I put in. He knows what I do on this race's recap. 
And uh, I just expected him to always read and understand those clues. So that would and be how many times hasn't he? Right. I I listen. And that's, that I, was my yeah. comment at the beginning. Nothing against yeah. those two, but you'd expect the super fan to stop fucking up so much. Yeah. Sorry. I, Who was it, Shelly? No, that, like that's that's totally fine. So that that's where it is for me, and that's the, that's going to be this for this episode. All right. So what was the sweet move, Justin? What was the sweetest move then? Because I don't think there was one. Oh, um, uh, sweet. Let me go back up. Sweet move. Sweet move. Sweet. I just, move. I just don't see where it was. I mean, I mean, I didn't watch the bonus footage, so yeah. I mean, once Gary said that, I was like, okay, that was a smart thing. That was you know, a sweet, sweet thing to do. So you didn't have to worry about the because I don't know how far you guys end up having to run that 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 leg in general, but having that heavy backpack, like you don't. I mean, maybe it's not heavy to you because you could probably lift me with your pinky, but like for yeah. me, like my backpack was a little heavy. No, that that was. I I mean, if there was a sweet move, but again, usually super fan move, sweet moves are pro- usually very similar. So I would go with that one of those. But I, I guess Lee, yeah. if the race is going to be, this leg is going to be running and you could put your backpacks in a cab, that is a super smart idea. Like, Well, yeah. I think because, like you said, because of the way our driver was driving, we did not want to lose him. Yeah, he was so That's he was the reason good. why we kept him was because he was, how well he was driving. Like, oh, he knows it's a race. Let's go. So that's why everywhere we went, hey, we're going here. Meet us here. Yeah. We're going there. Meet us there. That's, that's the reason why mm-hmm. we wanted to do it. That is a super fan move as well. If you get a great cab driver, don't leave mm-hmm. him. Like my, trust me, uh, I know all about in the that. Phil- in the Philippines and Manila, they're very accustomed to having the race come there. So like they know, and like you know, the taxi driver could have been a fan of the race. Even like I'm sure like people know of the race in Manila. So that was, I mean, I I love that you guys did that. I, I wish they would have shown. I guess it didn't matter, but yeah. So. Um. So all right. What else? What else do we need to know? Is there anything that we need to? I know there was a lot edited out, and I know you guys talked. You talked a lot. I don't want to steal all your thunder. I've been stealing a lot of stuff from the stuff you already put it out there. So if there's any other things that we you want to bring up and talk about, I know that D'Angelo's pissed off still to this day at the Beard Bros because he felt like he should have helped him. But I think I I would have thought two years later he'd be more pissed off at himself for not preparing rather than being pissed off at teams for not helping. If he prepared, I think you guys wouldn't have needed any other teams. Because honestly, without those teams, you'd still be trying to figure out sauerkraut. Like, I don't think D'Angelo would have ever gotten sauerkraut. He would have just given up at some point. And and that's where you guys would have gotten to see the wall, the Berlin Wall, all you want. And visited Prague and hung out and been in, like, sequester seeing the world. (laughs) Well, and I think that's the biggest problem was I was supposed to do that challenge. But they said I was way too much. They wouldn't let me do it. Oof. So, because I was supposed to do anything heights, because I don't heights don't bother me. Like so, I I wanted to do that challenge. I was excited, and then it said, "Unless you weigh over two hundred and sixty-two pounds, which is what mm-hmm. I weighed the day before. Oh. I weighed two sixty-three the day before because they weighed us knowing I was going to be overweight. So they put uh. one pound under. Uh. So it was unfortunate that he got stuck doing it. That stinks. Uh, but, yeah, but again, like 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 he like uh, Joey said, hey. Everybody makes a big deal about us with the cab. There's a lot of stuff you didn't see with that. So, obviously, D'Angelo told Hung to look for the letters. She saw it before she even started walking. Mm -hmm. So, she already had figured it all out before then. But when we got to the bottom and they told us, we said, do you want us to wait with y'all? We'll wait for y'all to give the other two teams because Riley Madison and Will and James were there. We'll wait for y'all to give it to them and then we'll go. They said, no, you're good. Go ahead and go. So, Mm -hmm. we went and then we... We started running. They turned us. Are y'all sure? We will wait. And they said, no, you're good to go. So we went. 
and it took us like eight minutes to get a cab. So wow. when the cab showed up, we never knew Hung and Chi were behind us because they told us to go. So right. they were going to give the other other teams the clue. So the way they edited it was perfect because it makes it look like we stole it. But we had no yeah. idea they were behind us. And all three of the teams said, you're good. Go ahead and go. So we were on the impression we're good to go. Right. Even though we asked, do you want us to stay? And I think the reason they didn't want us to stay is because they didn't know they didn't want us to see their three team alliance talking about stuff. Mm. I think that's part of the reason they didn't want us to stay. Now, Gary, you you had such a layoff between filming and airing, and I think my season, Justin, correct me if I'm wrong. I had 11 months, and I think that was up to you guys the record. So as a cast, we obviously became just as close as y'all are. We've taken trips before it aired. Is is D'Angelo still upset to the point where like he doesn't go or is he no no? So we actually had a reunion at my house and a lot a lot of people came down and so this is so you asked why did he still upset the Beer Bros? So in two years we had one reunion there at my house. The Beer Bros weren't able to make it. Okay. So then we had another reunion in Austin. D'Angelo wasn't able to make it. So he had two years where he had not been able to talk about the race with them. Right. So and that's the thing. He hasn't had to clear the air with them yet. Yeah. So yeah, that, that makes sense. that's why he has his his thing because he hasn't had to clear. Yeah, we have a group chat, we talk and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But it's different than talking in person and talking about everything. Yeah, and hashing so he, it out. Yeah. yeah he totally. never had a chance to clear the air. So as you'll hear tomorrow on our podcast, he gets to clear the air. Finally. So <laughs> everything so we do have a very tight knit group that's two years of waiting a long time. Yeah. And we've had two reunions in that two years where we've met up and hung out and stuff like that. So I think we have a really close group. We're still all friends. We still talk and all that kind of stuff. So Good. it's been a great time. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, this might be the closest cast ever in the history of the race. Mm-hmm. It, like literally the, the amount of people who still keep in touch with each other. You know, there's usually awesome. one or two or three teams that never communicate with anybody right, right. after. And some teams don't, I mean, some seasons, like, I'm sure season 25, there wasn't many of you guys that communicated with each other because it seemed like there was a lot of heat during your season, Maya, where teams genuinely didn't like each other. Like, Oh, yeah, there was heat. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> so I know your season yeah. is not as close as, like, their season. No. Um, not at all. I mean, I mean, I'm friendly with everyone, but right. everyone may not want to. Like, when, when, and when Amy and I won, people were upset. Like, people were just like, like Missy and Jim were Jim was not happy. Rest in peace, Jim. He was not happy at all. Yeah. So I have a question, Gary. Um, if you all would have won, and I'm asking you because D'Angelo's not here, but how would it, if would D'Angelo have a different mindset or would it still be I don't like this this that this isn't no, for me, it, I don't like this race. The whole situation. So as cause as I alluded earlier, as athletes, you you can only count on your right. team. You can only count on the people with you. So everything right. they say you hold their word True. So that's all you have because you don't know them very well when you come in. So as athletes, when they gave us their word, he, we, you're not used to people breaking your word as an athlete. They're not breaking your word towards you. So I think that whole aspect of it, that, that hurt the most because we had no idea that they didn't want to be in alliance with us anymore because we had helped mm-hmm. each other throughout and we were still helping each other in the final leg. So I think a lot of that was that aspect of, Hey, you broke your word. Okay. As an athlete, you don't do that. That's not, that's all you have is you do not do that. Your word, your bond. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thank I, you. I, 
But again, it's for a million dollars, so we I understand. I was about it. to say, like, but it's different it's different when you're surrounded by thirty-two teammates and they're all rich millionaires and you got nothing to lose. Like everybody well, else, like this changes everybody else's life. Even the volleyball players, I there's no way they they're millionaires. Like volleyball players don't make money unless they're like superstars. And even like the Olympic Olympic people very rarely make money. So like that's such a big deal for them. And and I think and I know that like D'Angelo is upset because he's when he looks back at it, he's like these teams genuinely didn't like us, but I don't that's think that's how he took it. Yeah, I that's don't think that's it. Because and, of the way um, the edit is, it's not right. Because we didn't know the things that were being said behind the back. So when he sees it, he's like, they generally don't like us. I, and he did, he could he's trying to separate how it's different. But again, he hadn't had to clear the air with everybody, right. so he does not know. Now that he's cleared the air, we'll have to wait and see tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> and, <laughs> and where where. Yeah, all of us the same thing. When you see the, all these things on the season, you've been friends with someone for so long, and you say, no, why do they say that? That sucks. But again, it's the heat and the moment of the race. You want to get any sort of competitive edge. And unfortunately, what makes the Amazing Race so much different than everything else is usually when you compete, you're the product or your team is the product of your own destiny. So when it's something like a cab or it's something like another team, you turn you. It sucks. It sucks bad. And, and it, and when someone does it and they say stuff like Will and James, they say a lot of like snippy stuff in, in their recaps or, or I'm sorry, in their, um, match chats. You know, they, it, it's their way of dealing with it themselves. And then we, when they do it to us, others do it to us. Same thing with Brooke and Scott, when they, you know, they did stuff to what Tara and I, it's not them, but we hate them. It's like shit, we did this, so we have to look cool about it. I think that's more where it comes down to. Now, I, I know you would come back. Uh, D'Angelo's been a hard no. You keep saying it's a so, soft. It's a hard no. If it, so if it was a charity, because so if we would have won, we would 100%. It was going to my charity, and then his, it was going to his breast cancer awareness charity. Mm. That's what the money was going to. Right. So I, think, uh, I think I might be able to convince him with his wife's help if it was a charity season. Because I think for him, that's what it's all about. Like it, it, like he's, I know he, the way he said it was not good because the money would actually be going to charity, wouldn't be going to him. Right. That's not where, mm-hmm. the, and just like for me, the money wasn't going to me, it was going to a charity. So, so I think he would, I think I could convince him possibly with his wife's help if it was a charity. He, yeah, he mm-hmm. has a breast cancer charity, which uh, definitely that's one of the things that, uh, you know, took my mom out, like, you know, put her, she had breast cancer, just beat the breast cancer and eventually lost it to liver cancer. But we, um, you know, it's very, it's very uh, near and dear to a lot of people because it touches right, a lot right. of people. So, um, yeah, like that. That's the side of uh, of D'Angelo that we didn't really get to see too much of. Right. Um, yeah. You know, because he he is a good dude. Like he just very blunt, and 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 I I understand that because that's how I grew up my whole life. Being from New York, you're just very blunt. You're always in competition with somebody, and it's just this is it, move on. So I totally yeah. understand it. But again, with that bluntness comes a lot of neg- neg- negative feedback. Yeah. Um, <laughs> My phone's going crazy right now. From like- <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> I know he's like your best friend, but would you go back with him or would you rather take another partner? If it was charity, I think I definitely would take him. If it was not charity, I'd have to find a different partner because I know I couldn't convince him to go back. Uh, but I am, I am, I got him. Not, he has not said a hard no but <laughs> to Bertram's new show, the little 
Journey to the whatever it's called, yeah. the new one. Journey to I the got Center. Him with a, he's thinking now. There's no guarantee because that one's different because nobody gets eliminated. It's just a race, yeah. right? So it's a whole other thing. I think he and, and there's nothing to study on that one, so it's all different. And he won't be able yeah. to go sightseeing. Just let him know that that doesn't he happen. Knows, he knows now. That's, that's <laughs> the hardest thing. But so I think so. I, I would I would hundred percent do this again. I had a blast with it. It was an amazing experience. Like you said, I got to do things I probably would. I would have never visited Kazakhstan by myself. Right. Oh, I mm-hmm. want to go back because how beautiful it. The image I had of Kazakhstan, I don't know what it was, but it was not. It was Borat. Come on. It was awesome. <laughs> like, it was amazing, and I would love to go back and see it. And only only negative aspect, which is all to D'Angelo's point, driving ball Angkor Wat and not be able to experience. Now I have to go to Cambodia just to see Angkor Wat. Mm. That part does suck, but. I, I, I will do it. That's the thing. See, the thing is, like, somebody like us, we, all those countries, I probably won't get a chance to go back to. The thing is, you got to see a little taste, and you can go back right. tomorrow. You guys are retired. You have the money. Go. You guys can go tomorrow if you really oh, wanted yeah, to. Girl, That's like... <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Uh but yeah, I I I genuinely enjoyed watching you guys and when the alliance was teaming up, I was rooting for you and D'Angelo and I was I even tweeted it and I mean, if D'Angelo only read the negative part of my timeline cuz he clapped back at me real quick on Twitter. <laughs> um you know, he's like, oh, "You're still around? What the hell are you still doing?" And I'm like, "You know what? If they asked you to do a damn uh, commentating for football, you'd be up there commentating on football, wouldn't you?" Like he that. No, he's different. Like, so he's different. Uh, I will say, but he loves the villain role. So if anybody comes at him, he's very petty. He'll come right back with you because he enjoys that role. So it, it. a lot of it's not like uh, he's not malicious or actually mean anything he's saying. Well, his fans came out. His fans came at me after that tweet. Oh, yeah, you, that's one thing he can't control. His fans <laughs> are going to go after everybody. And I feel sorry for Will James, Madison, and Riley, and Hung and Chi because they've been getting hit hard. And that's not what we want from it. But yeah. that's just, that's football fans. And it sucks that they have to deal with uh-huh. it. And yeah. we've talked to them about it. Hey, we try to explain it's just don't let it bother you because it's, it, they're, they, they're just die hard like that. And plus, oh, yeah, they were coming. Late, they talk about D'Angelo and they know how D'Angelo, because everybody brings up like people hate on him and then they'll bring up his breast cancer, all the stuff he's done. He is the reason why the NFL started wearing pink was because of him. Wow. If nobody knew that, he, he lost his four aunts and his mom all to breast cancer. So he, he, he uh, went to and gave a proposition to them. And that's when we started wearing pink in the NFL was because he went up to him about it. And that's when they started doing it all. They started to phase away and added other causes now since he's retired. But when he was playing every October, you know, everybody was wearing pink yep. the whole month because of him. Wow, that's awesome. That's really awesome. Yeah, that's incredible. What else? See what else? All you hate is on Facebook. See, he's a good guy. Oh yeah, he's a he's a great guy. He was an awesome football bad player. Words. He was bad words. Bad things. Great guy. Awesome football player. Fun to watch in wrestling. Terrible amazing racer. Like that's just you know what, what he, he is. He was, and he'll take tell, it. He'll own that. He'll own that. <laughs> I can tell the like the last leg. He we had he was one liner guy for the season. Well he just he got was. Gary. Yes, I mean, you carried him half the way, and then the Alliance carried him the other half of the way. Like <laughs> he should be grateful. Right. But he should be grateful for that <laughs> instead of being upset that the Alliance oh they didn't help but me for right. one leg. They helped you every other but leg. I think but I think I think the Alliance helped Everyone who's still there, they definitely benefited from the alliance. I, I don't think all three of those teams would be where they are right now three. if the alliance did. I, I think mean, Riley although, and Madison would still be. These, I think the McKibbins would have been. Although these are the three teams that I that I 
pick to, to be there. I, 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 but, but I think throughout the season, I think Will and James would have stumbled and they wouldn't, they wouldn't still be there because I think that they depended on the real and on the Alliance so much that really did help them through. I love Will and James. Like, you know, don't be wrong. I'm just saying from the, from the edit and knowing we've all ran the race. So we know, but overall, I think that if, if this was not an Alliance season, it would have really been interesting to see people's strengths really come out. And I think that we could have seen so many different things in different ways. And I think we may have been able to see D'Angelo in a different light as yeah. well, personally, personally. Agreed. I totally. This was that. one of the yeah. best cast ever. I love this cast. I hated the mm-hmm. season. I, I loved a lot of the tasks. It legit could have been one of the best amazing race seasons ever if it wasn't for this alliance. Uh, nobody likes watching it. It's effective. Sure. It's the first time an alliance of three people have ever gotten to the final three. Like, good. Go for it. But like after coming off a terrible alliance from Big Brother, which was hard to watch, and then the same thing happened on The Amazing Race, which you don't expect. It was hard to watch as a fan. It's It wasn't as entertaining as it could have been had the alliance not happened. Hey, The Amazing Race would have started before Big Brother if they didn't wait two years. Uh, <laughs> Big Brother would have followed yeah. us. <laughs> You're damn right. Yeah. Are you guys I had a different feeling about this alliance versus that alliance. Where can people get your podcast? Where can people <laughs> listen to your podcast? So the name of our podcast is Cinnamon and Sugar. It's on Apple. It's on Google Play. It's on Spotify. It's also on Podbean. And we post it on our social media every every time we release it. We release on Mondays. There's a question for Tom, uh, for Gary from Tom in the chat. Question for Gary. You saw how Will and James treated Leo and Alana, Caitlin, Caitlin and Haley, Eshwar and Apana. Why did you put so much trust in Will and James? Well, it was more in Riley and Madison. I think Will and James mm-hmm. were just part of the alliance. But the thing, like, everybody makes it, like, the edit made everything big about the Mind Five, but it really wasn't, like, that big. Like, every, everybody wasn't really focused on the Mind Five. There's a lot of stuff where we would help other teams that weren't in it, other teams right. that would help us that were in it. And it was just, Things that they, they made it a little bit bigger than it was, but we also did all say when we got to the final five, if it was us five, everybody was for themselves. So I think that was another part of it when we found out about this three alliance was a whole nother thing inside of it. So I think that does make it another thing, but there was, we were all weren't really, cause if you saw at the wall, nobody told Ishwar and Aparna what it was. Mm. Nobody right. told them and they were part of the mind five at that point. So nobody said mm-hmm. that in, in India. Will uh Will and James also got the uh the numbers right and didn't help Hung and Chi or Riley and Madison. But I also think I, in the clue that they put where you couldn't help the other teams. It was very would still be putting a lot more knit alliance because it had showed two weeks ago when Angel and Gary got to the board just before Riley. Why did they they could have U turned them yet? But if it was a true true alliance, they would have done it. You know, oh they're right here. We can't because they would have known they were right there. And yeah. Gary Gary Angel could have. You turn someone else. And if you in, in the future, if you ever get to a U turn board first, uh, and the only way you use that is to U turn the team that's right behind you, so you can get a first place. But I mean, it did turn out to be the right team because otherwise you would have been yeah. eliminated. Uh, because well, they st- they probably would have U turned Ishwar Aparna anyways, so it would have been still Ishwar Aparna still would have got U turned. Right, right. But, and then you, yeah. but that like for. For you turns you turn the proper way to play it is to get a first place or to avoid a last place is the only real reasons to use mm-hmm. it. And you could have like if there's a team right behind you, it's like sucker, you're gonna we're gonna get a bigger lead and now we're gonna be in front by a lot more. So it could have given you a cushion to get a first place. Yeah. But D'Angelo didn't feel like watching that guy uh <laughs> to do the actual Trust me, damage. That was- 
so just... frustrating for me. I took a nice little nap during it. <laughs> it was frustrating. <laughs> uh, but it's, it's, it's interesting that the alliance is the way it is. And it'd be interesting to, you know, see how it plays out on this last episode. But, you know, we never, like, got to see, like, like how the teams would really race individually, number one. But number two, we also missed, I think, the opportunity for teams to really, one, really shine. But two, also, I think, like, Gary, like, you guys could have done, I mean, I don't know, like, everyone kept harping on D'Angelo saying, oh, D'Angelo wouldn't get it, D'Angelo wouldn't get it. I don't know if he wouldn't have gotten it. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I don't know D'Angelo, though. I've never talked to him, mm-hmm. but I think he would have gotten stuff. Like, I, I don't know. Sauerkraut? Maybe I just... I he might have. I don't know why he wouldn't. Yeah, that, I don't he, know why he would I mean, He is he good with puzzles about, like, like that. He, he is good with see, puzzles like, and stuff like that. And, like, he's good. But I, the mix of the two, he might not have. I think I would have because I actually eat sauerkraut all the time. I eat <laughs> sauerkraut. And you were and in Germany. You were word. in Germany. Yes. So, for me, <laughs> yeah, the funny the thing is we actually went to Germany the following year for, for my nonprofit. So, we actually – and he actually saw me eat sauerkraut there. So <laughs> – <laughs> that's awesome uh what else is there anything else that you'd like to promote or talk about feel free this is a platform that the super fans really come and watch this so if there's anything you want to get out there just just my podcast obviously d'angelo's nonprofit, which is the d'angelo williams foundation my nonprofit, which is afwb which is american football without barriers we go overseas do free football camps for kids visit schools orphanages hospitals just give back and give kids opportunities internationally that they, they wouldn't get otherwise and that's awesome. That's about it. If you got any more questions, I'm here for you. So do you go got ahead. do you got any souvenirs from the race? Did you guys take anything home? We did not. So there was one point where D'Angelo, we were walking through the airport and he sees some shoes. He's like, now I'm gonna go buy them shoes. I'm like, D, we're on a race. We don't have money for that. What <laughs> money are you gonna use? Because he had blanked out at that point. He's like, <laughs> he had forgot we were on a race walking through the airport. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, sometimes people take like the clues or the the clue, you know, whatever things from the uh, race. So let's see. Um, all right, we'll grab some stuff from cha- some uh, Reddit. Do you guys, if you guys have any questions, go for it. Now I'm gonna grab the Reddit questions since he's gonna stick around. See. I know your time's uh, valid. If you don't, if you don't think there was an alliance, if there wasn't an alliance, Gary, how how do you all think that you would have fared? You think you would have been where you are still, or you would have? Uh, like, what, what do you think? I think that. Even if, if we didn't have the Lions, I still think we would have eventually got sauerkraut because I feel like D would have done it enough times to get it figured out or one of the other teams behind, they might have done like helped out with it. They might not have told them the thing, but they might have helped out a little bit just because everybody was helping everybody. There wasn't, they didn't show as much of that, but everybody was really, Hey, something, so they weren't given the actual answer, but they would help. And even like when uh, Hung told us where the head was, I think we would have figured it out when the Yurks in Kazakhstan. Because we we didn't know that was the only thing we were missing. I think we would have figured it out. And the only reason I asked that is more because it was just in passing. I would have asked anybody that was next to me, hey, you don't know mm-hmm. where we got the head from. It wasn't like, oh, it's just because you're in the Lions. If it would have been the Blondes or Leon Alon or anybody, I'd have said the same thing. It's just, just in passing. Hey, they might give us the answer. They might not. And then we, it would have been no hard feelings. Did, did you get yeah. recognized? Because you guys are famous. I mean, did, did you guys get recognized at all? No, you'd be surprised. Internationally, we don't get even when we go for my nonprofit, we don't get recognized as much because like in football, you wear helmets all the time. So mm. unless you're a quarterback, it's always all over the news. 
you're not going to get recognized mm-hmm. as often. And we were two years removed from the NFL at that point. Right. So D'Angelo gets recognized because he has the pink dreads. So that makes him get recognized more. They either call him D'Angelo or they'll call him Marshawn. That's usually the two he gets. Gary, here's a question. I don't know if you'd answer this question because of wait, but were you a fan of the race prior to auditioning? If so, how many seasons did you watch? And so, would you race run the race again and with in the NFL would be good for you as a pilot? So that's, I like that question because I've already talked to some people about it. So um, I did. I watched it a little bit growing up, but I didn't like watch it. I, I don't watch a ton of TV shows. I, I watch more of movies. I'm a big movie guy, so I watch a lot of movies. You, in movies, I'm good with trivia, all that kind of stuff. Not TV shows as much. I didn't watch a ton of TV, but I've seen it. But I wasn't like it was awesome. It's traveling, obviously, so I enjoyed seeing the shows I saw. But when I had the opportunity to have an opportunity to be on it, I binge watching seasons, and I'll keep watching it now because I enjoyed it. I thought it was a great show. I enjoyed watching it. So I, I have become a fan because of it. Yeah. I would a hundred percent do it again. And, um, Brett Hundley, who is a backup quarterback for the Arizona Cardinals, who also goes on the nonprofit with us. He's a travel guy. He travels by himself too. And we travels with us, him or Ben Garland, who plays for the 49ers and offensive lineman there. He's another travel guy. He's a military guy too. He, so he went to air force. He played in the NFL. He's still playing right now. So those two guys always, I travel with them all the time. So we have a good rapport and it'd be different because they could handle being locked in a room and being gone. Angel's mm. different because of that kind of stuff. But like, I, so it'd be probably one of those two or even Alex Mack for the Falcons. He's another guy that travels all the time, but he's about to get married. So it might be tough for him, but like Brett or Ben, I could see one of them two being definitely down to do it. I know Brett's already reached out. He said he'd be my partner if we get it again. Nice. <laughs> a, a down line in one of those little cars. <laughs> uh, those were terrible. That that that, was so <laughs> that small. Was so, oh my gosh! <laughs> and the fact I can't drive stick, so I have to get in the back was terrible. Oh, Ooh, awesome. did you did so you can't drive a stick shift? So I learned I can I can manage, but internationally I, I can manage in the U.S. I guess internationally having all the different ways those cars are old cars. I'm I'm not good with stick. I'm not experienced with stick. I can manage here, but I don't know if I'd be able to manage there. Got you. Uh, did Gary propose going on the show? Yeah, he did. Um, so yeah, th- that's a, that's another thing that you know. One real fan, real fans. Well, the super fans of the show hate when teams get recruited because they usually have that mentality of like the Angela had. So what? Who cares? Mm-hmm. I got recruited. I'm going back to being my famous self and doing my thing. And so, which kind of stinks for the amazing race. Well, he wasn't really, we weren't really recruited though. That's the thing. So we were actually in South Africa visiting one of our buddies who was working there. So, and he, somehow the topic of amazing race got brought up and I said, D, would that be something you'd ever be interested in? He said, yeah, I'd be interested like that. So I took him at his word for saying yes. <laughs> so, because that's our bond. So you fast forward about six months later, they they have the tri- they the video submission things. I'm like D, we got to submit a video for the Amazing Race. It's like we talked about it. We had we talked about it six months ago in South Africa. You said you'd do it. He's like I never. I said yes, you did. He's like, oh. and we were actually at Disney, so we filmed our video at Disney and then submitted it. So you didn't get recruited. Awesome. I didn't know that. No. I thought you guys were recruited. That's awesome. That's, That's really awesome. awesome. That it was great. more just. I I had to, I wanted to experience it from because I think it was I thought it was awesome and I'm like I would love to do it with D because I know he has the same schedule I do we were both retired at the same time so I know hey this time schedule works and why not 
we've traveled inter- internationally before. We've done all that kind of stuff. And I, the one thing I did learn about him on the race I did not know fully before is I have the power to control his emotions and keep him in check. I didn't know I had that mm. big of ability until the race when I had to like talk him off ledges. But I didn't know I had that big of a ability. So I learned that about him because he trusts me that much. Yeah, you guys have a tremendous awesome. amount of respect for yeah. each other. Which Definitely is- speaks yeah. to your character, Gary. Seriously. Yeah, that's awesome. There's yeah. a question for Dylan on your on your podcast. Big fan over there. He's you said you needed to you needed to have taken out Kelly Levon early. Why didn't you all work together? Out of all the teams, you had the most in common, and out of all the combination of teams, because you guys are professional athletes, do you feel as though you should have aligned with them? So. After the first leg, we were still, we came in second to last. Kelly and Levon passed us with, cause their boat had two engines and ours had one. So I'm already frustrated at that point because we didn't get to choose the boat we got in or we okay. got to pick the driver and they brought us to the boat. So All right. I was super frustrated in that aspect, but no, no ill will towards them, but like it just happened to be, we talked to the beer bros at the airport afterwards. That was just introducing ourselves and we clicked. And that's where we had that little alliance aspect. We talked to them, but we weren't really planning on going into an alliance because from the very beginning, D'Angelo's whole philosophy was, Hey, we're going to destroy everybody. I, I'm, I'm not trying to make friends. I'm not trying to do anything. I just want to win. <laughs> that's what it's all about. And then after, after Nathan and Cody went home, it was okay, good. And then after the taxi troubles and all that kind of stuff and Kelly and LaVon went home, he's like, dang, cause we started to bond. Now his whole mentality changed. He's like, oh, not, it's not about trying to just destroy everybody. Now he had formed friendships and stuff like right. that. So his whole mentality changed in that aspect. So it was, I think if we, they were around longer because if it, they didn't have the unfortunate incident with the cabs and all that kind of stuff, there might have been something where we could because Kelly's husband or brother-in-law actually played with us in Carolina. Oh, oh wow. Sure. Oh, wow. So we oh, actually, cool. we didn't know her, but we knew of her and they knew, she knew of us. Mm-hmm. So. There was that thing that clicked. We just didn't get a truly full time to bond with them. Like if, if they would have made it to the next leg, I'm, I'm sure we probably would have. But the Cavs hurt them. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. I had the pick to win. But it wasn't like the Cavs is what really hurt them. The Cavs in that episode, I think they got screwed like three or four hours yeah. total between the Cavs. So they even got lost leaving the trucks to the other place. Right. So that and yeah. that's where their downfall was. Hi, yeah. fangirl. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, there's there's a couple questions in chat. Nothing that's very interesting, to be honest. I mean, come on. Like, <laughs> will Gary ever play football again? No, that's why he retired. Right. <laughs> 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 I'll just say the business. The business ruins your love for football. Okay. The business side. Yeah, I, I don't doubt that, but at least uh, you get your four and a half years, right? You get the pension after that, which I'm is like awesome. Nine. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Once you get four yeah, and a half, I got it's- my pension. It's, so it's, <laughs> it's crazy. So it's it's three. It's pe- technically four years. So you have to play in three full seasons, not on practice squad, and one game in your fourth season. The average NFL career is like two and a half, three years. So wow. the average wow. makes sure you don't get pension. Wow, smart, mm, but terrible. Yeah, if you actually business. Look at it. <laughs> that is kind of crazy. It is. It is a business. It is yes, a business. 
just like yeah. uh, the Amazing Race is a television show, and they have right. to, you know, they can only work Create with that drama. What they got, yeah. <laughs> they have to. It's a, it's a, it's a it's a it's a puzzle that they put together for the cast to make sure it's going to create drama. To make sure the teams themselves will create drama amongst you know the, the teammates. So. It's it's a puzzle, but I'm. It was it, Gary. It was really great to have to yeah. see you guys on the race. It's it's yeah. really even better to know like the backstory of like how you all got on the race. Yeah, and, you know, I thought you were recruited. See you and you and D'Angelo. Um, you know the the bond that you all have. I you know it wasn't really about so much about football. It was really about you all's bond, which yeah. was you know which which is great, especially right now with the tension of racial inequality and all of that stuff that we have in the world. Like just seeing two men of different races be able to come together despite everything. And just, and just because you all have a common commonality and such a great bond. So, you know, thank you for, you know, I know it was two years ago before, you know, the world, you know, flipped on its head. Um, but it was still really, really great. So thank you. Well, I think, thank you very much. And I think the biggest thing for me and him is, so we played each other in college. He went to Memphis. I went to Louisville. We played together in Carolina and then I went to Cleveland. He went to Pittsburgh. We played against each other. So when we played against each other in Cleveland and Pittsburgh, we still traveled together. We still went to WrestleMania, did all that kind of stuff. But people were hating on us for having our friendship and our relationship. Mm-hmm. So basically, as an F you to everybody that was saying that, we made best friend videos, little viral videos. <laughs> we made mm-hmm. best friend videos. And we have a couple of them we've released. And it's just mm-hmm. it's, that's, that's who we are. Like what you saw in the race is who we are to each other and how we are all the time. When, when the little snippet, which everybody loves, is our negative reinforcement. That is a hundred percent true. We are never positive to each other. We are always <laughs> talking each other down, always giving each other crap. Because in football, that's what that's how you always are. You always messing with you and poking and prod. And me and his relationship always that way. People are like, "Oh, y'all gonna fight?" No, we're never mad no, at each yeah. other. So, like one thing that we really do that I would recommend to anybody that has close friends is you never let somebody's words don't be emotionally tied to it. Especially if they're a close mm-hmm. friend. We're not emotionally tied. He can say anything he wants to me. I can say anything I want to him. He's not going to be emotionally tied to it. I'm not going to be emotionally tied because he knows we're just poking each other. We're just messing right. with each other. That's the biggest thing because other people that don't know our relationship, if they see us doing that, they're like, oh, they might fight, but we're doing it on purpose. We want to do this. We're just joking with each other. And then we like seeing people's reactions to it because we know how people react to it. Um, So a a lot of times CBS sees a team like this and, okay, he's not going to come back. There is one guy. Uh, Would you consider doing like Survivor or Big Brother or shows like that? I would 100% do Survivor. I don't think I I would do Big Brother. I could totally see you on Survivor. I don't think I would do Big Brother. I could see you on Survivor. Yeah. Big Brother is not something I would – I've seen some seasons of Big Brother. I've seen Survivor. Uh, I don't know. I just don't think being stuck in a house and doing all yeah. that stuff, big, not for me. Not definitely Survivor, not. Definitely not for D'Angelo. <laughs> yeah. Survivor, I'm 100% in. I can do all that. I'm good with that. That'd be fun. I think that'd be a blast. They've had Jimmy Johnson. They've had, you know, Cliff Robinson. They've had some, uh, so it is a possibility. I mean, if, if that's something that you want, uh, you do I, I'm not against, I'm not against doing Survivor at all. I've also been told, uh, to look in, that to the challenge on MTV. I've never seen it, Oof. but they said that would be awesome too. I'm like, Hey, I haven't seen it. So I don't know anything about it. That, I'm going to watch it to find out. Yeah. That is really competitive. It's, it's uh, it's a lot more like muscle against each other. So I think like, you and D'Angelo would be really good on the, on a show like the challenge. Um, what was harder, amazing race or the NFL? <laughs> Nine years of the NFL. hundred oh. percent. So D'Angelo loves this question. Cause he'll say it's the same thing. hundred percent NFL. It, it's you're, yeah, you're, it's when you're doing NFL, when you're doing the race, you're not getting chased by a 250 pound 
300 pound guy trying to hit you and take it. <laughs> and you're not in a high speed collision every play. It's a big different thing. So, and you still have the people thing what people truly never understand with football is it's so mental. There's so much you have to learn so quick and you have to pick up on. So when you break the huddle, you might break with 20 seconds. Well, you have eight seconds before the snap of the ball. You have to dissect the defense, know what they're in and what each guy's going to do when you run your route or when you block. And then you have to know because the ball is being snapped. There's so much that goes into it because everybody always has the stigma, oh, NFL players and athletes are dumb. There's so much more than people mm-hmm. know that go into it. But And yeah. I, I think the race is it, it, a whole nother thing. It, I think the race is definitely tough. I know people, because when I sit at home watching the 10 seasons, I was like, oh, yeah, this is – why would they do that? This could be do that. When you're in it, it's a whole other oh, yeah. level. It's a whole other thing when you're doing mm-hmm. it. Your adrenaline's going. It's a, in, I, We hadn't competed in two years. So, for us, this is rejuvenating for us. Yeah, and I think that's one thing yeah. that the average person never understands is the adrenaline, how the adrenaline affects you on the race. Mm-hmm. And as professional football players, you guys understand that. Adrenaline, boom, you get hit, yep. boom, adrenaline. Then you got to go sit down and the adrenaline's still going and you're sitting, yep. you know, waiting to get back in. The adrenaline's still going. <laughs> like, it's this, and regular people, that they, they get on the race and that adrenaline hits them after the first leg and then you just like, you get to the finish line and your body just shuts down. It's just like, and you don't know how to respond to it. So I, that's one of the reasons that I thought like professional athletes would have an advantage because of the way you guys prepare before going into battle and the way that you guys understand how adrenaline affects your body. Those are two huge things that people need to understand before the race. Prepare your ass off and uh, get ready for adrenaline rush that you're not going to get used to. So, so I will say if mm-hmm. I ever get the opportunity to do it again and say I went with Brett Hundley, we would 100% be prepared. And my biggest takeaways from the race would be slow down. Yep. And obviously, you already know, read the clue. Everybody has that every season. But the biggest thing is just slow down because I feel like everybody's rushing so much. Yep. That's when you don't read the clue. That's when you, the big, that's the yep. biggest takeaway I had is just slow down, take your time. If you're not in, in the front at right away, that's fine. You can make up for it doing the challenge faster. Yep. Right. That's, that's my biggest yep. takeaway from it. So if I ever did it again, it would be 100%. Slow down, it's, relax. It's yeah. crazy to say you're in a race, but slow down. <laughs> yes, I know. But you it's can true. But, but when, when everyone else, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. When, when everyone else speeds up, like, I think that's what happened at the suitcases. Mm-hmm. Like, like people, like everyone just, it, it, it happened at the at the trucks and whatever. I forgot where you guys were in Columbia. Maybe, I forgot yep. where you guys were, but putting yeah, the, the horn on the trucks. And you know what I mean? It just, it just happens so much. And the, and the fish in the, in the first, I think the first leg with the um, colors of the fish and the numbers and you know, it just, it just happened continuously. And it's like, you're right. If people just slow down, mm-hmm. I really think things, things would, would have worked out differently. And, you know, Gary, you're, you're a really smart guy. Like I, I really, I think that without the, I think if the Alliance did not turn on you guys, I still think you all actually would have, would have done very well in the race because from the, I had you guys out early, but I changed after the first leg when I saw, okay, they're going to learn. They're competitors. They're going to learn from their mistakes already. And they're not, they're not going to go out next. Like they, they, no. they, they can't do that. They're, 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 they're competitors. So, but I don't, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I'm just talking. <laughs> yeah, Dylan. We went from 10th to second on that, from the first to yeah, the second. And we honestly, we should have been first. And this is the first time we really truly learned read the clue was because when we were decorating the truck, we just happened to have the exact color streamers that the mock truck had. So I was putting them in the identical. It didn't matter. 
the actual color scheme of the streamers didn't matter, but ours was identical to theirs. So I'm like, oh, well, you got to put them the same. And that's what slowed us down. We could have finished 30 minutes earlier, oh, but wow. I was trying to line it all up. And that's what allowed Hung and Chi to pass us. Wow. Dylan, if Maya, Joey, Justin, and Gary were on a season together, would there be a Final Four alliance? Hell no. No. I would not want to do alliance no. again if I was on it again. There would not be an alliance. I would rather just, let's just go. If somebody thinks we're stronger and trying to get us out, so be it. Let's go. And uh, yeah, but there, but there, there wasn't, there wasn't any of let's get the stronger team out because if that, if that was the case, it would have been the people, people in line to be gunning, right, right? Yeah, you know what I mean. So, so how the races are usually ran because even on our season we had like little one-off alliances of okay, okay, we're all gonna gang up on the cyclists and we're all gonna gang up on Jim and Misty to burn their save or whatever it was like that was kind of a mutual thing, but it only lasted like one leg and like when it was out, it was out. Like you're yeah. on to the next one, so. I, I don't oh, I this 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 race could have had I mean whoever won they won for you know they won but it could have turned oh. out so differently for so many people. I did tweet out how to beat an alliance. So here's the easy way to beat an alliance. Watch season 27. There was 10 team alliance against one team. The way to beat an alliance is to get to the U-turn board first. There's nothing else an alliance mm-hmm. can do to beat you except U-turn you. If you Focus on yourself and do your tasks and read the clues. You don't need help from anybody else. There's nobody else. There was literally 10 teams aligned against us. They had an agreement. If anybody gets the U-turn board first, we're U-turning the green team and we're burning the second U-turn. That was from leg one. So when people say, oh, it's a five-team alliance, they had no chance. Well, they did have a chance. Get to the U-turn board first. Do the tasks yourself. Don't rely on anybody else lead don't follow like don't be happy being in the back of the pack just surviving race to win and if you come in second then you're not last race to win the race like don't follow people that's the way to beat an alliance stop waiting on other people stop asking for help and do it your damn self prepare for the race that's how you do it watch the races recap jesus christ how many tips have i given out on this damn thing come so, so on I got, no. I got two questions for y'all since y'all all ran the race Bring and y'all you watched ours so far do you think future season, obviously not banning alliances, but do you think they should put a rule where you can't just blatantly give the actual answer? I think they will. Yes. A hundred percent. Yes. I think they will. Cause it doesn't yeah. make yeah. for good television. Yeah. yeah. And you know, and make- not even, not even not making the television. Sorry, just not even not making for good television. You're actually not running the race. If you're just giving the answer, mm-hmm. like, like you don't, you don't have to do anything. Right. Like, like, five- like you literally, don't have to do i mean i get you know sort of ganging up on other people or like telling someone like oh it's over there that's or, different you yeah. know little things like that but literally saying the answer is sauerkraut and literally saying okay here's the order of the flags like that's mind-boggling to me like like no like the, the race should not allow that oh how about this if you're going to tell somebody answer give them a half hour penalty yeah, and it's and how, how that stops. Yeah, right? but there's also like a way that it, they could do that, or the producers can design the legs like the first leg, where you have to do it on your own. It doesn't matter if you know daylight come, and yeah. you have to ding ding it your damn self. Yeah. Nobody's gonna come help you do that. So design tasks that you have to do on your own. You know, when somebody goes in and has to find a painter, well, you can't say that painter because that painter was already used right. or whatever. Like that that guy's eliminated. The same thing with the 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 spires. Okay, you can't tell them like that's that guy because once that spire or that guy is used on the oh, on the mm-hmm. iPad or whatever. Then that's it. It's done. Like those type of tasks, they could do one of two things. Make a rule where you can't help or just design tasks where help is not going to really help. 
Well, right. and also mm-hmm. one other thing that uh, I, I wanted to mention, I, I figured y'all might have comments about it too. So how do y'all feel about, because for us as racers, we were super upset that there was no spacing because of flights. Yeah. We were always starting yeah. always together. But like we could, nobody could ever distance himself on anything because we were always yeah. starting together because of every, every leg. We, I think we only had two. That was spread out. I know Trinidad and Tobago was a 20 minute. Our flight was the, the first flight was delayed. So we only had a five minute head start. And then at the, and then in Paris yeah. was the other one. Those are only two that we had a spread out flight. Everything else, we were always on an even kill. It's, I, so- I liked the previous where you might have an hour and a half. Hash. Right. Yep. Yeah. There was two on Out, our season. Five, as well. five, five hour jumps sometimes. Like, like, like literally, like people, people can win by a huge amount of time. Mm-hmm. If you, if you actually, if you, if they ran the race that way, but I don't know why they just put all you guys on one flight. Like, I remember like literally begging travel agents, like, can we please get on this? Like, can we please get on this flight? Or like, you know, I don't think you guys even had to like really even no. do that kind I, of and stuff. I, I would have loved like, that because I was prepared. Yeah, that, that's part of the race. I, I did yeah. prepare for that. I think that's the nature of the world flights. now, though. Yeah, because it's this limited flight. But another thing they could do is everyone on the same no, flight. No, this was two years ago. No, they're not doing it because no, if, I think it's the last five, six years. Now. If if you watch past seasons, there was literally teams twenty four hours behind. It just ruins right. the drama for the. They have to produce a TV show. Right. One for safety reasons. Two for financial reasons. Three for like producing a good TV show. That's why they won't do it. Trust me, I'm not. I hate. I I don't hate bragging. I, I enjoy it. Okay. But we would have won our season by like two or three days if they would have okay. let that happen. Seriously, right. I'm not so even exaggerating. Instead of instead of the only thing that I really disliked, I don't want to say hate, disliked about running the race was in a foreign country tearing ass through an airport like a lunatic because everyone's like, there goes the idiot Americans, only to get stuck yeah. at customs because all the camera crews got to go through. So how about how you arrive at the airport or how you finished in the leg previous if there's 15 minutes between Meyer and Gary and 20 minutes between Joey and Justin, then that's how you leave the airport. You're going to sit there. You can't get in your cab for another 20 minutes. Then that would space it out a little. You know, even, See, even I, we were, I, I, anything like that would be fine. Yeah. I, I think that's something just, that's a way to compromise. You're, that way you're also on the same flight. So, cause other than just winning the trip, what's the point of coming in first? Because right. now you have no head start anymore. Everybody's always starting you, together. You get you get bottlenecked up. Yeah. yeah. Right. And in our season, we we had so many travel, many different flights where people could get an advantage. And yeah, it wasn't necessarily a day because they don't want that huge span yeah. of time. Right. But it was enough so that it really did make for drama. And oh my god, like Jim and Misty in Singapore, I don't know wherever we were, they freaking bought the wrong flight. They 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 could have bought yeah. the earlier flight. To, to wherever we were going and they bought the wrong one. Like that's the kind of drama that you want to see that relies more on, you know, it could be someone's strengths possibly, or it could be someone's weaknesses, which to me is part of the race. The race is so mental that I think that we lost some of that mental this time, just a little bit of it, but that's a whole mental part of the race that we didn't really see this time. And as a mental player, I, I miss that. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my son misses it too that's funny yeah i understand why they don't do it i mean obviously it's not it like people the reason people didn't like season 27 was because the same team won so much now could you imagine if they let the winning team continue to get that same success it's like no none of the teams in the back can ever catch up to a team that's a little bit better than everybody else if you're no, no, a, i agree with that we, we've discussed that before yeah but it like my season of lake homo uh, Tara and I arrived to that steamship. I th- we arrived first, and then there was like keys, 
for the, the morning after. So we had to sleep on the ship. But we got a 10-minute head start in front of second and third. There was like a 15-minute head start. So the people who came in last on that leg, I think it came in like four and a half hours after we arrived. And they, I think they were leaving an hour and a half when we docked because we they crossed Lake Como and we got over to the other side. We got to run right off. The people behind us had to wait. Now, that's that's a perfect thing. It narrows the gap so you can still film and it's still a race. But between first and last, it's not just all us running off. It's well, an hour and a half. If you want real drama, then you just have whoever comes in second to last and doesn't get eliminated, they start with a 10-minute head start. And then you go like that. Even the playing field. If you think strong teams in the first, mm. make them start from behind <laughs> and prove it. Yeah, like track stars. Or, or just, or just make the task a little bit more difficult where people can actually pass people. I didn't feel like this season there were a ton of tasks where people just sort of were able to pass people. So I think it's a combination of a lot of things. And it'll be interesting if the, you know, hope, I really do pray that race comes back and hopefully they'll spend the next, what, two years sort of revamping things in a way. Because I think that tasks can play a huge part of it. And some of the self-driving things and, you know, things like that can really make or break, you know, how people are going to do on the race. And can pass self-driving all the way. way. If, if they have the chance to do self-driving, they should automatically. That's one thing. My, my season was the first scene that they didn't have self-driving. I was one pissed off that they didn't do, they didn't have self-driving my season. It didn't yeah. matter. Hmm? It didn't matter. On your season, it, it didn't matter? No, I'm it saying for him. I'm saying for oh. him. <laughs> 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 it mattered for us because somebody got eliminated self-driving. Yeah, we had three, three or four and, and people were lost. They were going all over the place. It was awesome. We got lost. But that we were supposed to follow somebody. But that, but that again, but that, that that again that again can separate you know winners mm-hmm. from I mean sort of the, the leaders of the pack. So I think that race just I don't know. I mean clearly I'm an ice cream scientist and I have nothing to do with the amazing race except I went on it. But like and I just think they can revamp it. Yes, I did win, but I think that they can revamp it a little bit. <laughs> uh, so again, um, next week uh, they, we could be seeing one of the top five teams to ever run the race if. The McKibben brothers can finish it off. Um, we all predicted. I predicted Will and James. Who did you guys predict to win? Uh, uh, Who did you it. predict, uh, Joey? I, I pick, uh, the Olympians. The Olympians. I, the Olympians. I, I, pred- gotcha. I predicted um, Madison and Riley, but I think Hung and Chi will win. And I kind of hope Hung and Chi win because I feel like they've benefited the least from the Alliance. And I'm not really into the Alliance. so. Interesting. And, you know, she's, she's been the only girl left for a while now. So, um, good, good on her. Yeah. Come on. And female. she's five foot. She's Come five on. foot. She's a little nothing. Yeah. She's, <laughs> she's a little, she, no, we are, we are something. We, we are, we are a, a well, little package of energy. <laughs> yeah. She was literally a like foot a and a half shorter than a foot and a half shorter than three contestants on the race. <laughs> I, I'm going to say it right now. Go on record. I was 100 thousand percent wrong about that team <laughs> whatever it I is i was i had them out top three i i but i can admit it i can admit it i, I think uh, i think riley and madison are definitely gonna they have they do have all the tools to do it and i was and i think i just think will and james they've been helped so much and they've used their social game to get where they are and i don't think it's gonna carry into it well we'll see um i i was Right about every team except one, which was Hung and Chi. Every other team, I nailed exactly where they would finish. And you that, nailed D'Angelo and Gary at yes, at fourth? fourth or fifth. If you go back, I said fourth I had fourth or fifth for them. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I, I had. So I was like only one. My, 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 my Yeah, Maya. 
<laughs> no, I didn't. No, I did not. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry Gary. I did it's not. But 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 once, but once after leg one, I was like, oh no, these these men are here to are here to race. Like like they're gonna they're gonna get it together. Like they're gonna figure out like what they need to do. And you guys did. Like I, if you guys were in the final, like I, we'd be having a different conversation right now, of course. But I mean, I I had the top three that are here right now. Those are the three that I that I had. Yeah, um, you, you nailed so the I'm top kind three. Of changing who I think are good. I know the top three. I'm kind of thinking who I'm going to change is going to win. Because I, I really, I'm, I'm rooting for Hung and Chi. You're rooting for Hung and Chi. I'm rooting for Will and James. Yeah, it's 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 mental. Who are you rooting for, Joe? Will, Will and James Riley got and helped so much. Yeah, Riley and Madison. And you know why? I had because Riley and Madison to win. Riley and Madison didn't even think they were even competitive up until two weeks ago. They're like, we might. We, Kind of got a good chance here. Like, yeah, of course you do. You guys are awesome. Who do you want to win, Gary? <laughs> D'Angelo and Gary? <laughs> Anybody but the beard bros. Oh, Gary. Oh, Gary, someone, someone. Oh, no, you go, Joey. You're going to have No, no, that's in my realm. That's yours. Um, someone, and of course I'm asking this because Dylan asked, but I also want to know, what's your favorite ice cream flavor? And I'm, I love ice cream. Ooh, so. Rocky Road. Ooh. I feel that's a lie. Are you in California? Rocky Road. Really? You in California? I live in Florida. Oh, you live in Florida. No, he's in Florida, yeah. I was going to say, you guys should meet up and create a flavor together. When when COVID's over, I'll travel and I'll... I'll create a flavor. You're, all, every, you're, all, you're, all, you're always welcome. I love I love making ice cream. <laughs> Something brown and green like a football field would be really cool. I don't know. Anyway. Um, <laughs> amazing right. race, like 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 the world, like the amazing race. All right. What else? Anybody got anything else? You guys, I, I hate to keep you guys so long, but it's been a great yeah, episode. Yeah, I gotta get, I gotta get going myself. This has been the most good. viewed episode live that we've had all season. So I really appreciate each and every one of you for coming. Gary, uh, Thank you very much for taking time oh, out of no your problem. schedule. Um, over 430 people have been watching us live today at some point. So I really appreciate each and every one of you. I know time is the most valuable thing that you have. And for you to spend any of it with us truly means a lot to me. Again, I'm just a super fan who got to live this dream. And now I get to talk about my favorite show with people who are actually on the race. So thank you guys for allowing me to do this. And uh, next week is the finale. And I'm trying to get the reunion show together. We'll see how that goes. But after that, we will be recapping Maya's season, season 25. So there will be more Amazing Race. There will be more recaps. Uh, don't go nowhere. I will see you guys next week. Thank you, each and every one of you. Gary, thank you very much. Joey, Thanks, Maya, Gary. you're awesome. Thanks, Gary. No problem. Thank you all.